0: Steve here, and welcome to the Pod Buffet. We have a special treat for you today with a bonus episode that is slightly longer. The collective of podcasters who contribute to the Pod Buffet are all linked by being alumni of one of Seth Godin's Akimbo workshops, with many having learned to podcast through the Podcasting Fellowship. I thought it would be good to include an episode where we talk with Seth Godin and Alex De Palmer, who run the Podcasting Fellowship. And it's an honor and a privilege to bring this to you today. To learn more about the range of Akimbo workshops, please visit the website at akimboworkshops.com. That's A K I M B O workshops.com. The next round of the podcasting fellowship begins in February 2020. Links in the show notes. Ready for that treat now? Here we go. Great to have you on the Pod Buffet podcast. It's welcome to both Seth and Alex. It's really great to have you here. Now, food is really important in all kinds of places at all kinds of times. Um, and I, I understand, Seth, that you make an amazing lunch in your office when you have people for meetings.
1: I can attest to that. Yes.
0: You can attest to that. Yeah. I think it'd be great to, just to hear how you to- first met.
1: Actually, we did first meet over lunch at Seth's office.
2: It was very fraught. It was fraught. <laughs> well, first to clarify, I make lunch every single day for every person who works for me in the office. Excellent. And I've also been cooking dinner every night at home. But uh, when Alex showed up, she was sent to me by the people who I was working with. I did not screen her in any way. She just arrived. Mm-hmm. So. I was prepared for a significant amount of awkwardness and uh, an, an eventual very messy uh, breakup of some sort. But instead <laughs> instead she walked in I'm like, whoa, this made the whole project worth it. Welcome. And I made I her- felt
1: the exact same way. I mean, it was actually I'm I don't know if you know this, Seth, but when I was assigned to you, sent to you, I wasn't at that point deeply familiar with your work. I I mean, I knew like obviously after we planned to have a lunch date and I was coming to your office, I figured I better read up. And that's where I started reading up. And since that time that we met, I mean, obviously I listen to your podcast every week and I edit it and I've read your books and become familiar with your work. But even more than that, I think um, teaching the podcast fellowship with you and like Steve, you're just such a perfect um, example of this. The, the people who um, your work, impacts and the people who you create community with are just like, I've just never really seen community like that before. Um, so yeah, it was, I mean, to say that I, it's so crazy that I was sent to you and that that was just like, it just happened kind of serendipitously. Um, it's amazing.
0: Yeah. So was that the, the Akimbo podcast at that time or did that come later?
1: Yes, that was actually, no, when I first, I think when I first, when it first came to me, it was called something different. What was it right. called? Son?
2: It had 20 <laughs> names, but there it had were a bunch of different rules. names. It but it was- bu- there were a bunch of rules, but the key rule: it had to start with the letter A. Right.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Because for whatever reason, so many podcast directories are in alphabetical order.
1: Oh, that was the reason.
0: For you, Seth. I mean, the Kimbo podcast wasn't your first podcast, was it? There were other things that you'd you'd been doing. So what, what is it about the podcasting medium that you really like? What that you really
2: value? Well, <clears throat> the thing that Brought me to it is the thing that kept me from it, which is that audible intimacy is different than any other form of connection with people. So I'm, I'm dear friends with Krista Tippett from On Being, and it took me a full three to six months before I actually could talk to her without thinking I was talking to that other <laughs> person because she, she'd been in my head for eight years, and I was very hesitant to give away that feeling with people I didn't know. Um, and so the first podcast was an accident. I was doing a workshop for entrepreneurs, and I didn't want people who couldn't afford it to feel badly, so I said I would record it. And the guy who originally started Midroll reached out to me, this was 10 years ago, and said, could I turn your recording into a podcast? And for a while, it was the most popular business podcast in the world because there weren't very many business podcasts. and. That got me thinking about format and podcasting. And I basically came up with the idea for Akimbo and its format years ago, but I just didn't want to leap into it. And when Midroll came back all those years later and made me an offer, I was like, well, stop whining about it and either do it or don't do it. And so we did it. Yeah. And very good it is, too. It's on my regular listening
0: I sometimes I sometimes don't get to listen to. It. I put it to one side because it's so important. I want to I wanna
2: get the most out of it. It's it's really valuable. I want to talk about the buffet for one minute. Yeah. Is there a more eclectic form of media other than shortwave radio than what you are building? I don't think so. It's extraordinary.
1: I love it. It's a great idea, Steve.
2: It's it's but it's like the execution of it, you think you know, we think we know what random means. But we don't mm-hmm. really until we encounter true randomness mm-hmm. the collection of passion and voices and topics just spectacular
1: mm-hmm. and I think it's it is so true because everything and I've encountered this in so many ways we all do throughout the day, like the algorithms that we're constantly picking things for us, and it is just so nice to actually see something that is genuinely random it's such a it's such an like a unique pleasure, yeah
0: it's a difficult organized random, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so it brings its own set of challenges. Very. But one of the things that came mm-hmm. out of the the people who've done the podcast fellowship, um, feeling that they they wanted to continue the work they were doing, and and it, it does develop and and evolve over time. And so it's an opportunity really to people to be heard and to be seen, and for a wider audience to to be exposed to to the kind of work that's that's being done. But you can't do in detail everybody's full to, full-sized podcast, so the five minute window is an opportunity to give a taster. you're not going to want everything that is is on show, but you're going to say, "Oh, that's interesting, and you sure. follow the the thread and, and follow it down so it's uh, it's an interesting process to, to and I think we you know we, we'll evolve as we go as well, so it's going to be an interesting bravo. Time. And, and of course the, the whole thing with the podcast fellowship that's uh, something that significantly has impacted people as we've done it. Certainly, personally, I found it a, a massive impact. Um, and, and it's become a foundation, really, that's, that's allowed the thing to, to to grow. There's another set coming up soon. Is that? Yes.
1: Pod, pod five, pod five. We're launching, I can send you all the dates that I don't have in front of me, but it is, I believe enrollment is around February 20th. And that's when the first lesson goes live too, February 25th. Um, I'll send you info and links that would be great to include. Um but yeah, it is it is so amazing. I love what you were saying Steve about um the way that people have evolved even through different like periods in TPF. So I just last night got a wonderful email from Brian Miller who was in TPF 2, always a very like generous participant in the group and he had launched um I don't know if you were on it Seth, but I was on he interviewed me for his podcast called one, I, I'm now I'm gonna forget the name, but it was a podcast that was really great And we had such an amazing conversation about a year ago and last night he emailed me and he was thinking about um, basically like shifting the concept for the podcast and even changing the title because where he was going with that original podcast Wasn't exactly what he wanted to tackle now and the new podcast. It's such I just love the idea of it it's basically about um, why human connection in like the marketplace right now is actually so valuable because like Everything is so unpredictable that the one thing that actually is predictable is your ability to like form a human connection with somebody. And when you're able to do that beyond just networking with somebody, there's always going to be somebody who's going to want to hire you or work with you. Um, And so I think like seeing him kind of evolve and make and also he sent me a clip. We should feature it on Pod Buffet if you Mm. haven't talked to him already. It's just like it sounds so polished and professional and so amazing. The work he does. Amazing. And it's so, it's just so, it's so great, like getting emails like that. And I love actually, even when people, you know, ask me for input. I mean, it's like in in some spaces of life, that can feel like somebody is like putting you out. But when it's like, when it's TPF alum, it's just so, it's like so joyful for me. So
0: it began Mm -hmm. with an idea. um, And it was a trial thing. I don't think it was intended necessarily to turn into a multi uh, Mm. sort of cohort workshop. (laughs) Does does it feel like it's achieved the kind of things that you were expecting,
2: Seth? And and is it? Does it feel like it's going somewhere still? Uh, I think it's fair to say that it so dramatically exceeded our expectations from the first one that it stopped being uh, an interesting project and started being a moral obligation. That there are people who need this. And they need it in a way that's different than our other workshops. Uh, It is such a joy to work Mm -hmm. with Alex that when those two things stand next to each other, I'm like, yeah, of course we're going to do that. I
1: know. Yeah. I feel the same way. I mean, it was, it was probably more of an experiment for me than it was for Seth, because you've kind of at least done these kinds of things before. For me, it was, you know, really jumping in the deep end in a way that I actually probably hadn't before in any other area, which in itself was probably just, it was just such a great gift to be like out of my comfort zone for a little while and realize that I could do that. But I I would not have, yeah, I didn't, I had no idea that we were going to be on TPF five and then we already have six kind of planned out and the, the number, the sheer just volume, the number of people who have gone through the program and then also, you, you've been on a lot of those calls at the end, the commencement mm. calls, just the, the notes and the feedback we get. And I, I certainly never thought that when we were conceiving of this, that we would have so much feedback that said people who have literally said, like, this changed my life. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, this is something that has, has changed the way I communicate, the way I think about things, and the way I do my work, both personal and professional. So to say, yeah, as Seth said, dramatically exceeded all expectations that I would have had. And S- Steve, again, someone like you—I mean, the way you've stepped into your role as first as as a coach and as like a mentor to people—I didn't. I also in that first iteration of TPF, Seth will remember there weren't coaches, so I didn't realize that we were I was going to be able to work with people like you in that capacity. So that's also been um, one of the best parts oh, about you. the whole thing.
0: I—I I mean, the whole emphasis. There was, there was one call that um, I think it was a, a commencement call, Seth. You made a comment about the difference between teaching and learning and how that was the thing that was really driving through all of the different right. workshops, really. But it's a clear thing in in in, in TPF. Uh, and obviously that's a real important aspect for you.
2: Yeah, I'm I, I think I use the word education and learning. Um, right. Ed- education yeah. is compliance based. Education is will this be on the test? Education is what's the least I can do to get the piece of paper. And We needed an education system, and in some respects, we probably still do, but we forgot to build a learning system. And learning is emotionally difficult because you have to become incompetent on the way to becoming excellent. And we don't do any education, we just do learning. And that's partly about experimentation in a safe setting. It's a lot about peer to peer, it's about status roles, and it's about access to people who will see what you seek to do and open the door for you. So you know, Alex and I will both say, correctly, if you want to learn how to turn on a microphone and technically make a podcast, you certainly don't need a fellowship to do it. You just need a blog post. Uh, That's not what we do. There's no secret information here. What there is is the others. And so we're all about finding the others. And as long as the others keep showing up, we'll keep doing it. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. Really
0: appreciate it in your busy schedules. And Thank you, we'll Steve. be adding this into the, the Pod Buffet so other people will be, be able to. Fantastic. We're the best. Yeah. So thanks ever so much. We'll make a rocket.
1: You guys, as always. We'll do. Bye. Yeah. Thank you thanks, guys. guys.
0: Thanks so much for listening. The Pod Buffet is brought to you by a collective of podcasters from around the world who learned to podcast together. We hope you enjoy the daily episodes and check out the full podcasts. Look for the links in the show notes. And remember, if you like it, please do share it. Taste and hear with the Pod Buffet.